Thank you for tuning in to the Black and Gold Hockey Podcast. Please subscribe to our weekly Boston Bruins Hockey Talk on listening platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify Podcasts. We'd certainly appreciate it if you give us show a five-star rating along with a written review. You can also subscribe to our official YouTube channel for a video version of our weekly program. If you'd like to support our show financially, please go to our blackandgoldhockey.com website and click on our affiliated fanatics banner before shopping online another way to financially support our weekly program is to become a patreon member to be eligible for weekly boston hockey prizes and monthly boston bruins hand signed jersey giveaways please go to patreon.com slash black and gold hockey podcast and donate just one dollar per episode many thanks for the continued support and enjoy the show fans welcome back to the black and gold hockey podcast i'm your host mark allred this is episode 269 uh it's a mini pod this week um we're going to be doing another show uh on wednesday but we have a very special guest and we kind of um coordinated some time to work with him uh overseas as this player this boston Bruins prospect is uh in finland so um shout out to uh matthias mantikivi and um, he was a 2019 six-round selection, and he joined fellow BNG hockey podcast host Kevin O'Keefe and the amazing Dom Tiano uh, this morning to record, um, you know, a little bit about himself and, and his playing career overseas and what to expect from him when he comes over to North America to play either in the NHL or the AHL. Um, but it was an amazing interview, and we can't thank him enough for the time uh, you know, this is a seven-hour time difference, so it was a little bit late in the night for him, but a huge shout-out to him and everybody involved that made this happen. Uh, but before we get to uh, the interview with Matthias Mantikivi, we do need to talk about show sponsor BetOnline.ag. Football might be over for the season, but basketball is in full stream for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.ag is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code CLNS50. That's CLNS50 to get started. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.ag is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage 
which is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, betonline.ag is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline.ag, it's where the game starts. And you just heard me talk about show sponsor BetOnline.ag. Tremendous website. If you're in the gambling mood, go check it out. And they, they do a tremendous service um, for your wagering needs. It's a, it's a very interactive um, uh, website. And it's my go-to for uh, placing bets on hockey. So, uh, and don't forget to use the code CLNS50 because it really helps our, our podcast out. Let's get right to it. This uh, episode 269 with uh, interview with Matthias Mantikivi is coming up right now. All right, Bruins fans, as mentioned in previous, as we started the program, we do have a very special guest here today. It is Matthias Mantikivi, and he is a uh, 2019 six-round selection of the Boston Bruins. Um, and he's uh, coming all the way from Finland to join us. Uh, Matthias, thank you very much for joining the program. And uh, how are you doing today, sir? Thank you. Thank you for having me. Man. I'm good. Absolutely. All right. Let's... Um, start off with some questions because uh, we um you know we, we have uh, the time with you and we don't want to overdo ourselves but um i always ask this of every boston bruins prospect uh, and when you were selected in the sixth round in 2019 where were you at the time on day two and were you surrounded by family and friends yeah i was at home watching the draft and just like not whole time like watching it but then then my that, my father uh, like what's the whole draft and he yelled at me I was like upstairs and he yelled at me come here and see it and the one scout like called me day before the draft uh, if the Bruins wanted to like if I wanted to be drafted by a Bruins that's awesome that's yeah, that was, you just answered my question Matthias because I was going to ask did you have any communication with uh with the Bruins prior to the draft. Uh, so I'll just ask you, was it PJ Axelson that contacted you? No, it was the one Finnish, Finnish scout, but he, oh. I don't think he's any working anymore in with Bruins. Right. Okay. That's awesome. Now um, my question for you is <clears throat> how did it feel to be drafted by an original six franchise like the Boston Bruins? It's awesome. Like, like you said, already on six and, uh, the Bruins is a good team and like being drafted, oh, it's a big thing for me, like getting closer to the NHL and I expect for, for a team like Bruins, it's unbelievable. That's do you great get to watch, Do you follow them at all, Matthias, or get to watch any of their games online now? Yeah, not like maybe Saturday or Sunday, they have like, I think it's a day game there, so it's like 8 p.m. in here so so you get to catch them yeah but not that i think it's in weekdays they just came uh, like 3 a.m starting right. so um matthias when you were at warrior ice arena in brighton massachusetts for the development camp in 2019 what did you think of the new training facility and thoughts about the city of boston it was awesome like i lived i was from like a little city so the city was huge and uh, 
the tra training, all the training things that was huge and uh, all the like gyms and that kind of stuff. Uh, they were unbelievable. Uh, that's new to me, but it was, it was nice. So Matthias, um, my understanding is uh, that you're under contract for one more season in Finland. Uh, will you be coming over for camp this year to Boston? Yes, yes, yes. You're, you'll be at development camp? Will you be? Yeah. I don't think your schedule allows you to be at the main camp. Though. Uh, I'm not sure about that. Okay. I think we need to talk about that, but I don't know. Now, how do you think your style of play will translate to the North American game? I think it would be like I'm a little bit like smaller sizer, so strength is my like biggest thing to do or like to get strength level up. So I think but I'm like like the quick play, like the North American guy, it's small ring and uh, the play is much quicker and all the things come quicker so I'm pretty good to play quick and like my hockey sense, I think it's good. So like, that's my strength. So I think it will be good. Matthias, do you have the opportunity to practice and train on smaller rinks to prepare yourself for your, your travel over to North America or are they all just international ice sheets? Uh, yeah, here in Finland, they are just, they are bigger rinks. Okay. So I, I just want to piggyback off of Kevin's question, Matthias. So um, because I do watch a lot of your games online, and I've probably seen about 80% of them. But I'm going to throw some numbers at you that I don't think even you yourself are aware of. So uh, this season, offensively, you were off to a slow start with uh, just one assist in your first 10 games. But since then... Uh, you've been a point-per-game player. You're one of the main reasons why your team is fighting for first place. Um, that said, when you're not putting up points, you're doing other things to help your team win, whether it's in the defensive zone, back-checking, four-check, whatever it is. But I'm not sure you're even you are aware of this, but your team is has 19 wins, one regulation loss and two overtime losses in games you put up a point at least one point do you feel the pressure to have to provide the offense no i don't think so like we have a good team like now we got some good players from the khl too so we're even better now so i think we have like four good lines, very good lines to like yes, everybody. Do. Yeah. So we have a like really good chance to win the whole thing. And I just play my own game and we have a good line there. I had a couple of guys there. We have played now longer together. So find a good chemistry there and feels good to play. Um, to, to jump on that, you have eight games remaining in the uh, Liga regular season and having a career year with 12 goals, 18 assists, 30 points in 44 games thus far uh, with your uh, Alvarez club sitting in second spot in the division. What do you what do you and team need to do coming down the stretch to have a successful postseason? I think we need to like we have like going up and down and it's like beginning of the games we aren't sometimes we are not ready and the t 
team score like two or three goals in the beginning and then it's tough for us to come back but i think it's not eight games left we fight for the first position in the table and uh i think we have a good chance we have like i said we have a great team and great players and we i think we can go to the very end but we have to be like i don't know what's the word but not like up and down all the time what just or like this going from up down to up like but that's the i think that's the main 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 thing so pretty much a 60 minute effort it's pretty much pretty much yeah. is what's needed here no i agree i mean you could say that about any facet of the game. So that's good. Um, so a question I have for you is this season, you've actually tripled your production with 30 points and 44 games played. <clears throat> what improvements did you make going into the season to grow your game? Uh, I think we have a, I had a good like uh, off season. We I get some strength and uh, skating went much, much like better. I get better in that. And that helps my like hockey. I go and, playmaking skills a lot easier that I the skating it's, now it's not the weakness it's more like a strength nowadays so it's a lot easier to to like play my own own game because I I know I can play the game and I see the game well so the good skating helps a lot yeah um, so Matthias I asked uh, on Twitter for for some uh, questions from fans, and I said I would pick the best one. Um, I did have one one person ask if you could spend the day with them tomorrow, but we won't. Do that. <laughs> uh, um, so, if you were to to say this is the type of player I played like in comparison to an NHL player that they might know, who would that be? I think uh, maybe I got like my games similar style like Pavel Datsuk, the former Detroit Red Wings. So that kind of things I like I when I was younger, I always watch him play and get all his things or the back checking or the stick hanging. I watch his videos and highlights and try to be like him so i think it's all well, that took yeah another late round selection too yeah yeah and, you know in i personally myself i don't like making player comparisons i don't i think everybody is their own player but there is a little bit of pavel datsuk in you you can see where you've taken parts of his game and incorporated it in, into your own so uh, that's pretty good to hear I was going to ask who your hockey idol was growing up, but I think that answers that pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> idol is a different thing because um, I would I would have to say that um, Timo Solani is probably one of your idols. Yeah, I, I he is too. But like I more I like when I was younger, like all the skilled players like Datsuk and uh, that kind of stuff like digged and make a like beauty goals and but Selene is also like I'm finishing he's a he's a real legend yes he is Mark uh, uh, Matthias uh, tell us about your experience in the 2021 world junior championship on the 20 tournament held in Edmonton Alberta 
and what it meant for your country to come home with a bronze medal. It was a nice, nice tournament, except it was no fans, but still the U20, it's a U20 tournament, so tough games, a lot of fun, had a great experiment there. And like the, you said, the bronze medal, it was a big thing. We were felt short in the semifinals, but then we talked about with the boys that we don't leave here without a medal, medal so that was a good thing. Are you eligible for this year's um, tournament? Uh, no. Okay. Because I know you turned 20 in uh, in July of this year, but the uh, tournament was uh, delayed or canceled, whatever, or postponed, put it that way. Yeah. Now, going going into um, this upcoming season, is going to North America something that you envisioned for yourself, possibly? Yeah, I think it's it's always been a dream to play there. and uh, But now I think it's some kind of goal to play in North America in one, two years. Great. Like... That's the goal. Yeah. No. Obviously, you have those communications with the Bruins on on a path that they like to for you to take, correct? Yeah, yeah. They've been contacting me, like asking how I'm doing and that kind of stuff. Kevin, you had a follow-up? Yeah. Um, what what do you think are the areas of your game that you need to work on most in order to um get yourself to that point? of going over and playing on North American ice? I think like it's the small rings. So they all the ha happenings faster than in, in here in Europe. So I think yeah, strength is the big thing to work on. And I think skating too, like you can, you can be even better in skating and uh, like going straight to the net, like because the small ring that you have to, you can like in Europe, you have more space than North America. So that's the big thing. Um, going back um, to, uh, I don't remember which year it was. I should have written that down, but you were loaned to the Katera uh, club in the Mestis league, appearing in 11 games, producing four assists, and then went to the playoffs, posting a goal, five assists, six points in 13 games, capturing the Finland two league championship. What did a moment like that do for your confidence? It was a big thing to like, I played a under 20 league in Finland in autumn. So, and get some, I get like four Liga games there, but I knew I was ready for Liga that year. And it was good, good time to miss this and get the tough games there at 70 years old. So it was a big thing. I could play on my, with my strength and we got the championship and get some playoff games. It was a big thing. I want to piggyback off Kevin's question again, uh, Matthias uh, or Matthias. Uh, the, the Bruins have a great uh, skills and development coach in Kim Branbold. I don't know if you had a chance to meet him when you were at development camp, uh, but you're going to get some good coaching with him. I can guarantee you that. Uh, but my question is, throughout your career, you've been able to play wing and center. Uh, is there one that you would feel more comfortable at? Or or do you think you're strictly a winger? Uh, I think it's, I think I'm more a center now. Like, I get my strength better shown at the 
center than a winger. Like this season, I've been the first games, like five, six games, I was at the wing, but then I went to the center and it's a better position. Off. Yeah, yeah that's, that's when you really took off. And yeah. your your playmaking skills make you better suited for, for the middle, I would imagine, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. I'm I, I'm just throwing this one out there because I'm actually done with my questions. But um, being a, a Finland native, how and and I got to tell you that, and you probably already know this, but uh, former Boston Bruins goaltender Tuka Rask goes very underappreciated here in Boston. A lot of fans don't understand how good he was as a franchise leading goaltender in the stats and and positionally sound throughout his career, but. How big was Tuca in Finland throughout his career? And, and were you a, a fan of his and did you follow him? Yeah, he was a big, everybody like knows him and he's the, I, with Pekkarin, I think he's the best goalkeeper in the Finland that has been, you know, NHL for years, years and uh, all the Olympic games when he played and uh, all kind of national, national team things. And he's a big, Big star here, and I watch him. Yeah, too. Uh, he's a good goalie, goalie, and but uh, everything is like appreciate him, and uh, I think he's he owns a little bit with the Ilves, the team I play now. Oh, yeah, he's nice. a part owner, I think so. Wow. Um, to piggyback a little bit off of what Mark was saying, um, cu- the current roster of the NHL Bruins is there a player? that you see on that team that you think to yourself i would love to play with him sure there's a there's a good players a lot but uh brad marshall should be uh, interesting he's a great player and uh personal too that shot he has uh it's unbelievable and uh i think it would be uh, nice to be a veteran also I'm glad you said Marshan would be interesting because I think a lot of players would find playing with with Brad Marshan to be interesting. You just never know what's going to happen when yeah. when he's on the ice. It's I I know you mentioned earlier adding strength and 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 bulk to your frame um, is is key to you uh, for the North American game. Are you? And I know, I know the NHL and NHL teams put players through a nutritional program, uh, you know, teach them how to eat at home properly, how to cook properly. Do you get that kind of instruction in Finland? Yeah, and I have the, the one Bruins, Bruins nutrition. We have talked about the, all the, like, how to eat and like that. They give me instruction and tips for that. Oh, so they've been in touch with you about that already then? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good to hear. I've also ran out of questions that I had written down, so all all these are just going to be coming off the top of the head. Um, I'm trying to think of something that I can piggyback off of here, but um, I'm drawing a little bit of a blank. Um, I guess I could ask you, growing up, who was it that got you into hockey as far as a family member or friends, or just uh, the culture around you? Uh, it was my dad, I think so, that he played when he was younger, not in a pro level, but he played and he took me to ice and uh, watched my hometown play games. And uh, I think it 
that's when it started. I like it to be at the rink and uh, got some friends there and wanted to go there when I was a little kid. And uh, that's that's how we went. That's no, great. Could... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Kevin. I was just say, yeah, um, my father was the one who got me into hockey as well as a young kid. So I can totally relate with that. Yeah. Pushing me, pushing me along the, the uh, on the ice in the uh, cranberry bogs, holding on to a milk crate. So <laughs> yeah. that was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, same here. Yeah, I've talked to your dad once or twice on on Twitter, and uh, he seems to be quite the the huge, not just fan of you, but a, a huge hockey fan. You know, he he seems to know what's going on, and uh, um, I respect. Uh, I respect a parent who doesn't focus on just their kid and follows hockey in general uh, the way he does. So kudos to him for that. Um, I have uh, just one final question for you as well. And I, I know you're a couple of weeks away from the, uh, from the playoffs. And I think you got three games coming up next week. So, yeah, that would put you about two weeks away from the playoffs. You were to say, and I know all hockey players will have the same, pretty much the same response, but realistically, is your goal to win the championship and what do you think your chances are? Of course, it's uh, like our goal and uh, my goal to help the team to win it. And uh, I think we had a good chance. We're now second in the league. Yeah. Like two points behind the first eight games left. We can still get the home and advantage for the playoffs. I think that's a big, big, big thing for us. We have a new rink and a new big rink. I think it, the hockey, hockey, the all the hockey fans here in Tampere, they are going nuts. That we the first team, first and second teams are from here, Tampere, and yeah. uh, it's a big thing for them. And uh, but I think we have a great chance to win it in the whole. Well, I hope you do. And uh, I want to thank you for taking the time to join us and uh, and continued success, uh, both at home and with uh, development camp when you show up this summer. And uh, I surely hope your dream of playing in the NHL uh, comes sooner rather than later, because I, for one, enjoy very much watching you play. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Matthias, thank you so much for the time today. I'm sure our listeners are going to really uh, get a better uh, character of, of you and what you can bring to the, the Bruins lineup in the future. Um, there's a lot of good things that we've all seen in this panel uh, by watching your games and, and um, you know, highlight videos and so on of the games. So uh, we really appreciate the time today and best of luck in the future and, um, and best wishes to you and your family moving forward. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me. All right, Bees fans, that is it for the interview with 2019 Boston Bruins prospect uh, Matthias Mantikivi. I want to thank Dom Tiano for setting all this up. Uh, tremendous shout out to him. He's been really good to us uh, over the past couple months with these interviews, and we're going to be doing a lot more. So uh, stay tuned for that. Shout out to my man, Kevin O'Keefe, of course. He is a fellow co-host of the Black and Gold Hockey Podcast. He joins us weekly, but he did an awesome job for his first ever um, interview, player interview. So um, uh, that's it. So 
Uh, we will be back on Wednesday to record our regular program. This is kind of a, a special bonus pod and whatever, but um, wanted to get something out and, uh, you know, to create that more, more content because we are just a content train over here. Um, I do want to mention that we are looking for more writers and more podcasters. So if you if you have a create, uh, creative mind and you're a passionate Bruins fan, please reach out to me, um, Black and Gold Productions LLC at gmail.com and um, get on board. We, we have a good crew here. We train people and we have like, I think 25 writers and we have, um, and we have a great podcast network that um, we want to uh, add to. We want to add more quality shows. So uh, please reach out uh, if you're interested in, uh, and you can contribute uh, weekly. You have the time to do so. So um, I also do want to mention, we do have a, a Patreon account, which we are giving away lots of good stuff. We give away t-shirts, we give away hand-signed pucks, and once a month we give away hand-signed jerseys. And I, I know Nick Boos is going to kill me because I haven't sent this to him yet, but um, this is a Don Marcotte signed jersey, a 1970-72 Stanley Cup champion. This is just for a dollar. I give this away every month. And uh, we give away weekly prizes. And um, I keep forgetting, but we are, I am working on getting all the shipments out there to the folks that have won in the past. But this week's uh, winner is Ashley Loisel. She's a fantastic listener from out Colorado. So uh, congratulations, Ashley. I will be sending something out to you as soon as I can. It's, it's been really hectic around here uh, with uh, shipping and time and training. And just uh, hopefully people understand. But um, yeah, just donate $1 per episode. We certainly appreciate it. And what we do is we take half of your dollar and put it towards our small sports media company to pay some bills. But we also take the other half and we put it towards uh, fantastic items like um, hand-signed pucks from like Eddie Johnson, 70-72 Stanley Cup champion, and um, Rick Middleton, nifty, number 16. So stuff like this is that could be yours for just a dollar. So we truly appreciate the support. Um, that's it for this one. Like I said, we'll be back on Wednesday night to, to do another herd with my boy Kevin. And uh, who knows, we might even have a, another guest. Um, but um, we wanna, I, I truly appreciate the support, the shares, the interaction on Twitter. You guys are amazing. Um, and um, we will be back to talk uh, hockey soon. So hopefully you enjoyed this interview. There's more coming. So um, uh, stay tuned. So with that being said, peace the F out. Thanks again for tuning in and supporting this week's episode of the Black and Gold Hockey Podcast. Please give the show a five-star rating and write a review on listening platforms such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. If you'd like to contact the show for advertising opportunities or to send us a question or topic idea we should be discussing, please send us an email to blackandgoldproductionsllc at gmail.com. Don't forget to share our program on your social media platforms with other hockey fans and follow our Twitter accounts at blackandgoldpod at BNG Productions, at Black and Gold 277, and at Kevin underscore O'Keefe 89. Also, please don't forget to check out our official blackandgoldhockey.com website where we cover the Bruins organization from the NHL level down to the prospects worldwide. Peace out. Peace out.